Uh, welcome to 2021. Happy New Year's to everyone out there. If you're in the Western Hemisphere, you're probably on your 31st right now. Again, guys, uh, please keep safe. Okay, if you're listening to this before you go out, please keep safe. All right, especially my folks out there in America. All right, because uh, there shouldn't be any New Year's festivities. It's not, re- it's not finished yet, so you guys got to stay home, be cool, be calm. All right, and plus, to be honest with you, I don't want you guys celebrating, saying, oh my God, I'm so excited for 2021 because 2020 was such a bad year. Guess what? 2020, December 31st, is going to be no different from 2021 on January 1st. All right, people, unless you make a switch in your conscious awareness. So, with that being said, woo, there are lots of goals that need to be written down. It depends on what you guys are looking to accomplish There is so much that's obviously happening and will happen throughout this year. Man, what a year it was last year. But, man, it was one of the most transformative years of my life. So, again, make sure you guys are following me on Instagram and tell me how your New Year's went and tell me what your goals and plans are for learning English in 2021. Again, looking to start doing big short stories and bigger podcasts throughout the year uh, within this podcast, like mini series. Remember, I told you guys that I wanted to implement short stories, but then this girl, she just continued to flake, 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 and disappear just so often. So I said, you know what? No, I cannot work with someone like this who just can't even hold their old word. So I ended up just saying, nope, but you know what? I'm looking to meet someone else that will take that super project to the next level. So stay tuned for that. And today, guys, We're going to think about the best way to end a new client meeting. This happens all so often with me. And again, from my personal perspective, if someone is reaching out to me through Instagram, not word of mouth, because I believe some some people who do word of mouth, they reach out to me, but they're not interested in paying they just want what they were get what their friend was given, which was a free consultation. This happened last year, obviously in August. So that's when I had to shut down a lot of a specific sector and a specific demographic that wasn't necessarily mine because I just kept having a lot of people who would either flake, they would book my calendar and never show up. They would do a number of different things. And I'm just like, you know what, man, I am just so over this. I am completely over this. So I shut down that demographic and I said, I know that people who are very, very serious, they reach out to me by email or they reach out to uh, reach out to me through Instagram. So I kept it at that. But again, looking at closing new client deals, meetings, whatever it means or whatever that may mean, it's very difficult because sometimes I'm like, okay, well, let me know. Now, someone who is already interested in buying to begin with, of course, that's going to be very, very easy for me to close. But if someone who was a little bit weary or just wanted a consultation or this or that, if they were kind of interested, more than likely, it's very, very difficult to close that type of person. So if we look at different ways, you know, like summarizing agreements, okay, I understand that with, you know, obviously, you know, when you're dealing with big, big clients and whatnot, but setting a deadline, setting a deadline, that's really, really crucial. So what was it? Um... You know, I'm going to hurry up and get a little bit off topic here, but the only failed interview I had was back in, excuse me, December of 2017. I moved out here to Bangkok. I got an interview. 
And it was at a language center by the name of AUA. So I walk in, I see this big old tall dude, you know, but the thing is, I quickly glanced at a Thai woman. This Thai woman was older, and we know that, again, Thai people who are of an older generation, they have a very limited outlook on life. So with her, she, um, you know, she saw me quickly, and I heard the, you know, the guy, the coordinator saying, oh, yeah, I just have two interviews today. I just have to do two interviews today. And of course, I was the first one. So you go in there, you leave a huge impression, and you go from there. Now, I don't know where I went wrong with the interview. Normally, every interview, I score big. And he's like, okay, so uh, yeah, let me know about your copies. Let me know about this or that. Okay, I didn't have any copies or any of that prepared. I should have for sure. But I kind of failed on that. But at the same moment, you know, when you are legitimate and when they are, you, you know, when they make that decision, they say, okay, when can you start? Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, I'll see you next weekend. Okay, I'll see you this time. Okay, I'll bring you in. Can you come in tomorrow at 1.30? I'm going to give you a full orientation. It should be quick. But if they say, okay, all right, thank you very much. If we, uh, um, let me know if you have your copies. And I remember I walked out of there, right? But there was no deadline. There was no follow-up. I had to follow up by email. Anytime you have to follow up as a future employee, it's over. But I kept that in my heart for three weeks. I couldn't, my ego, one. Two, I was like, how the hell could they have denied me a job? I had all the experience in the world. I just moved. I'm living right over here in this section of Bangkok. What the hell is going on? I was just confused. I was heartbroken because I moved here to Bangkok knowing that, okay, I know I'm going to land this job and it's going to be all good from here, but I didn't get it. So could you imagine living in Bangkok and like saying to myself, oh my God, what have I done? I moved all the way out here. I didn't get a job and I have to commute all the way to the other side of town just for two more months because there's no way I will ever work there ever again. And so it was very, very difficult for me. This is what happens when you don't set deadlines. So when they don't set deadlines and they don't talk about arrangements and the next moves, the next actionable items and steps, they don't give a damn. Now, again, my first ever job, I scored that interview. And it's because there were about three or four other, uh, of you know, three or four others that were being interviewed for that job. But they needed someone masculine because they had to deal with special needs patients, dental assisting job. So, again, he called me probably within 48 hours to say, hey, Arsenio, all right, we're, uh, we're looking to hire you. And I was like, yes! I was so happy. Right. But anyways, that's just the interview process. So we got to look at how to close and end meetings. So we're going to listen to Katie ending her meeting with Paul about IT training. OK, so there are some questions. Again, those questions are available officially right now. They are available. OK, on my business English Patreon badge. Now, again, you guys are listening to this January 1st. This has been uploaded a very, very long time ago, probably at the beginning of December. So make sure, like, again, if you don't want to wait for all these episodes and you want things that are catered specifically for your specific, you know, niche, this is what these badges are for. So you can get all these podcasts uh, way before. So nonetheless, what we're going to do is listen to how Katie closes it. Listen to the different ways of closing new client meetings, and we'll go from there. So again, I don't want to press play now because I know I got a screen share and share the computer sound. And now that I have, now we could get into it. So without further ado, here it is. 
Okay, so we think the Confident IT user course is the right solution for your people. Just to confirm, it meets everything you're looking for, basic Word, Excel and databases. Mm -hmm. Trainees also get an IT competence certificate. Okay, that sounds great. How can we set that up? Well, what I'll do next is set up a call with our lead trainer for that course, Ian Jones. He can talk you through the exact details of the course and discuss availability. Okay. So I'll ask him to call you by Wednesday and we can confirm the details by the end of the week. Okay, great. Right. Is there anything else we need to talk about today? No, I think we've covered everything. Okay, so I'll just summarise what we've agreed today. 50 trainees will attend the Confident IT User course and you'd like training on your site to start in the next few weeks. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay, so the next step is I'll send you an email outlining what we've decided today. I'll include some more literature on the course as well. Great. So I'll get that to you by the end of today and Ian will be in touch with you by Wednesday. Great. And when you've talked to Ian, I'll get back in touch and we can finalise fees and timescales. OK. Mm -hmm. That all sounds fine. OK. It was great meeting you and I'll be in touch. Now that is so good. Oh, my God. Let's walk this through again. OK. Now, we know, OK, close the new meeting. Um, what is it? New client meetings. We talked about already setting up a deadline, right? summarizing agreements that's what she went into but she also talked about setting up a call okay so setting up a call with a guy to explain everything and again uh i think she said setting up a call to confirm the details now even before that she was talking about okay you're gonna get this or you're gonna get the certificates this is what you're looking for right and he said yes and so she just reconfirmed everything the summary was fantastic because she said um, you know, 50 trainees on site over the next few weeks. Okay, what I'm going to do is email you an outline of what we talked about today. Guys, I cannot stress enough how important that follow-up email is. Because guess what? When you're talking at the time of everything, you might be thinking about something. You might be thinking about the next thing to do because you're not listening with intent. So to send that follow-up email is absolutely important. It's just like me, right? I send a follow-up voice message. So I said, hey, you know what? You did such an amazing job. Make sure you do this and do this and do this. If you have any other questions, let me know. And that's the end of it, you know? But if someone who was already interested within the last 10 minutes, I'll say, do you have any other questions? Do you think you need a little bit more help? And she's like, absolutely. And then she buys because she already had in mind to buy. And big shout out again to Alejandra. She got that 96 on TOEFL IBT. So Again, that email outline, after she sends that email and after he talks to Ian, or I'm sorry, Ethan or Ian, I forgot what it was, she will get back in touch, okay? And again, at the, I think she said at the end of the week, is she'll finalize everything right then and there. So again, this is a very systematic approach. Now me, of course, there, there are no two people. I'm a one-man army. So me, I'd be like, okay, I'll get back in touch with you within 48 hours. Let me know what you think and da 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 and go from there. Now, I think where I went wrong with the Palestinian guy who was looking to become and get his license as a pharmacist out there in America is, you know, we didn't summarize all the details. I didn't send him a follow-up of what to do next. 
Uh, I didn't send him a couple of things. And the next thing you know, he just went quiet uh, with another Colombian who actually, uh, what is it? She got in touch with me probably like late August, early, uh, I'm sorry, late July, early August. No, it had to be like around late August because I remember that's when I had quit a job. And, you know, and I told her, I said, okay, when's your test? Okay, September 26th. Okay, so I, did, I didn't do a very good job in outlining what to do next, like actionable items or setting up a call. I always set up a call to think it over. But again, I don't set deadlines. I don't confirm details. And so this right here is actually very, very good for me. And I think that email outlining, that email outline, okay, and the getting back in touch basis is critical. And I think that's where sales are made in that final third. It's kind of like the fourth quarter with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan knows that no one will stand a chance against anyone against him in the third quarter. We're talking purely predicated on the court. Off the court, terrible person. But on the court, he knew that he would dominate in the fourth quarter because that's when he turns up and everyone turns out, meaning they give up. Right? So that final third in terms of business and that last email and the outline and you know, the follow-up call after this and, okay, at the end of the week, I'll give you a call at this time. Boom, we'll set everything up. Having that systematic approach is way better than just saying, okay, yeah, we'll call you. Or, yeah, okay, I'll touch base with you later. I remember one guy, um, you know, who saw me give a presentation workshop back at the beginning stages of my uh, tutoring career out here in Thailand about five years ago, six years ago now. He was like, oh, well, you know, okay, I'll be in touch. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll be in touch is not really good. But sure enough, he was in touch and realized that I was the number one in all of the company. And so, again, guys, very, very, very important. Even when I did a presentation workshop to teachers uh, on the outskirts of town in a place called Laktabang near one of the main airports out here in Thailand, you know, I gave them a full presentation and how to do things, but I never... You know, one of the teachers walked in, he's like, do you have a card? And I was like, oh, no, I actually don't have a card. That's number one, okay? Number two, I didn't set up a call with them, didn't confirm any details. Uh, I didn't send them an email outline on how to do any of this or the course or any questions, uh, et cetera, et cetera. If there was a follow-up that needed to be done, I didn't even do that either. And this is the problem. But that was at the very beginning stages of my teaching career. So now with knowing this, this is a huge step in the right direction. So with that being said, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you are doing sales or anything in general, guys, just following up with a friend, this is useful. Following up with one of your English speaking buddies in terms of, hey, just confirming, you know, hey, it's the morning of, I know we're going to be meeting tonight, just wanted to confirm everything and da 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 da. Because sometimes people have a tendency of going very AWOL or quiet right? So you need to reconfirm all the details. So again, this is very, very important. And you guys can use this at any point in your non-native English speaking or English speaking lives. So if you guys got any questions, let me know. This template right here is available, of course, on my Business English Podcast badge. So tune that out, or I'm sorry, check that out. And with that being said, stay tuned for more Over and Out.